Hi, humans and tunes. If you are hearing this, you are actually keeping up with the podcast because this is a temporary, soon-to-be-deleted episode of the podcast. So in the last episode with Jeff, we did not include the niche segment because Nish was away and we did not have the chance to record with him. So this will be incorporated into the Jeff episode, but for those who already listened to it, here is the segment all by itself. I want to thank everybody for bearing with us. I know we've taken a couple weeks off. We've had some bonus episodes, but we will be back the week after next with next minutes of the podcast. And we've got some really, really awesome guests lined up, and I can't wait for you to hear them. So again, thanks for bearing with us. And here is Friday with Nish. It's Friday with Nish. Ooh, what a dish. Tell your mother. Tell your shrink. Tell us, Nish, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, hey, Chris. Oh, hey, Nish. Hey, Annie. Hey, Nish. How are you guys doing? I'm sorry if I'm late. I was... Uh... I feel I was running late all over today, you know, everywhere. No, this is, this is perfect time. We were actually just talking about you and introducing oh, yourself. really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. No, perfect timing. I, I love it when people talk about me when I'm not around, but especially when you guys talk about me, that's even better. <laughs> we um, talk about you a lot. That's correct. It's yeah. mostly just like longing, yeah. you know, There's a lot we, of longing. we miss you on the days you aren't here. Oh, it's good to be missed. Yeah, um, I miss you guys too. It's been a it's been a few 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 day, few days since I have called. Few time. Yeah, it's, been a few, it's been a few time periods. Exactly one week, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um, uh, Nish, you watched minutes forty nine through fifty one of the movie. What did you think? Uh, I did watch it, and I feel like I've been redeemed of a number of my theories from the past. Oh, getting close to it. Yeah. Uh, it's um, my, the whole, you know how I predicted that the transportation company is somehow involved and Cloverleaf is back in action. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're... Sorry, maybe I'm jumping ahead, but. No, I no, that's perfect. Yeah, control. that's, that happened. I mean, what, what did you think about that revelation? What do you, uh, did that give you any new thoughts about I, I was like, I told you so. Like, I was just watching it and I told you so to, like, to nobody. Like, there was nobody else when I was watching it, but I couldn't stop saying yeah. it. Uh, well, my cats are looking at me strangely. But, you know, <laughs> I'm like, it's not you, but, you know, I've been talking about it. Like, and uh, they didn't, I mean, they didn't acknowledge or do anything, but yeah. Well, we do have a segment of the show where we call your cats on. Um, <laughs> yeah, wait, what? Wait, what are your cats' names? Uh oh, we've not talked about them much. Yeah, no, Badger. Badger. Uh, yeah, I Badger, love it. Badger is a boy. Jellybean is a is a girl. In a, they're one month apart. Uh, oh, from, nice. Uh, I have a cat. His name's Nandor the Relentless. That's oh, a lovely good. name. Good. I like any. Uh, any cat with a uh, epithet and an article in their in their name. <laughs> He's a good boy. Oh, uh, maybe I would 
try to get them on uh, on the call, but they're just hard to. Yeah. You know, cats, they're they just have their own. They own work at it's a real freelance schedule. <laughs> I spent most of the weekend uh, making building my cat uh, like a a mobile workstation so that when I'm sitting at my desk, he can sit next to me because my desk is not big enough and he wants to like sit on my keyboard and yeah. then I can't work. So I made him a little cart. I put a sheepskin in there and yeah. um, uh, it came, there was these like hanging uh, cups right off the side. Like you could put like yeah. utensils in or something. This was all at Ikea. Um, and I put his wheatgrass in there because he likes to munch on it. So he has like a mobile cat station so that he can sit next to me and work. I don't think it's going to make him any more productive. He is, he's not a great employee. That's amazing. But he's cute. Uh, yeah. Uh, my cats like to type on my laptop and I would, <laughs> I think uh, if they had their own workspace, <laughs> they would, they would type less on my laptop. Right. Well, let us know if they type up any good fan theories about the movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I will. Right now, it's mostly um, AFGH. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes space bar. <laughs> Another cat you should name it space bar. <laughs> space bar, oh, the great. Space. Why? Why do you think that uh, that Cloverleaf wants to buy Toontown? Well, oh, that I don't know, but. Now that we know that they want to buy Toontown, uh, we know that they're involved potentially in the in the conspiracy to frame Roger Rabbit. Um, and the trans same people who wants to own entertainment and transportation. Um, oh, you you think that they're gonna um, they want to own entertainment and transportation? <laughs> Well, you think you think what you just said, word for word? <laughs> yeah, they want to own both entertainment and transportation, right? And the and the red car is you know just one of the first purchases in the transportation. Public transit is what they want to own, and maybe want to kill it, and uh -huh. because that's what happened in the past in LA, right? That was where my theory was that LA, in my mind, at some point, LA had. Had a public transit and a future for more public transit. Well, they say that in the movie, don't they? Huh? They don't do they say, say yeah, that, that it has a great public transportation system, which like anyone in 1988 or since then would be like, what? Yeah, um, I killed it. And yeah. uh, I think. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you have any theories for that of why they'd want to kill the public transportation? Or the motor industry for Ford and all that uh, GM. Uh, and now why would they want to get tuned down? That goes in like, maybe they're like anti-tune and now mm. want to destroy one place where tunes are kind of like, you know, they have more control maybe uh, and kind of ruin tune life. Ah, it's very getting very dark, as I said, but <laughs> like bad stuff. And the tunes are hurting, you know. Do you think... Hmm. Okay. So, so what do you feel like, cause you've been pretty steadfast in this cloverleaf uh, theory for quite a long time. Right. So um, I don't think that we've seen, this is like one of the first evolutions of your theory we've seen in quite a while, but what do you think you still don't know? Well, 
I think I think there is something right. There is some missing piece where uh, why is uh, uh, you know entertainment people and want to kind of frame one of the tunes because they make so much money off the tunes, right? They don't. They still want them in their places uh, of uh, you know movies and shows, um, and so why would they want to do that? It's kind of unclear. So that's where I think, you know, because I think there was a world where tunes and humans could live very happily with public transit uh, for everyone, but, and there could still be a lot of profit for a lot of people, but uh, that's where uh, this anti-tune sentiment, I don't know where, uh, what's going on with it. Maybe tunes are doing too well in, uh, and maybe he's become too popular, Roger Rabbit, and they want to get him. I don't know. He's right. wielding too much power. <laughs> I mean, he's just trying to make people laugh, as he said. That's a very, uh, and he's just too optimistic. And I mean, yeah. I guess they they have to blame it on someone, right? If they want to, if they want to get rid of the guy who owns Toontown, they've got to have some sort of uh, patsy for it. Yeah, I don't know what Jessica Rabbit's thing is though, because she is. She kind of is kind of like the main star there, no? No. Well, was she performing in uh, Toontown? No. She was performing in a, in a bar right outside of Toontown, right? I think on the on the border of like Toontown. But she's also in the shorts. So does she act as well? Is she a triple threat? Dances, sort of. Shimmies. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what her deal is, though. She was listening to the whole conversation of all the revelation and yeah. was not reacting to it. Or was her reaction was a little bit different from uh, Eddie's. Eddie's was complete surprise. Do you think that she's on, on Roger's side or do you think she might be working with someone else? I feel that like I you've know. gone back and forth about this. Yeah, I think that's the mystery. I think this is what probably makes the movie so good. Mm -hmm. Now, at this point, we cannot tell, but um, I want to believe that she is still on the side of um, uh, Roger Rabbit just because uh, it would be kind of nice if she was. <laughs> what, about, what about RK Maroon, the uh, the studio, um, the studio owner? Do you now that like they said, well, he's not involved with this does this change your i think he's maybe somewhat somewhat involved maybe he's just a puppet who's like kind of like you know how there are when there's like someone really evil they use people who are kind of bad but they're like not too evil but they can be manipulated and influenced into doing things uh and maybe he's like one of that level of uh uh character right and uh because he's the one who sent eddie to take the pictures and the pictures became proof like it's part of the setup right like uh that is not a coincidence right this is all conspiracy if uh um and yeah and eddie will find out first they took the red car now they want to take two down as somebody who does comedy yourself what did you think about roger's little show in uh in the bar I thought it was fun. I thought when he started uh, breaking plates, uh, when the music was stuck, uh, 
And when the record was, you know, uh, Kirk wouldn't move. It was kind of funny. I like physical comedy and I think it was good. Good to see all the plates break. Uh, yeah. And He's sort he of the Robin Williams of tunes, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really is. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't an option of someone who could who could voice him. I mean, this movie was made a few years before um, before Aladdin was and that making celebrities your voices was the thing to do but well i mean i think we talked about this before uh because we've just talked about how yeah celebrities are our voice actors now and that like it sucks because yeah. they're not that good at it um and I, the article that i read about it specifically referenced aladdin as being kind of the first movie that did that so probably no one had had that idea yet or yeah. they just knew that it was a bad idea I mean, Robin Williams is a special case, right? He was pretty good at it because he's Robin Williams. But um, most celebrities, not great. Not great at it. We don't need any movies with Chris Pratt doing voice work. But yeah. here we are. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Like, I never thought of it. Like, there was definitely, like, the celebrities doing voiceover. It's now every movie. They have to. Yeah, because uh, it brings, there's like a draw, right? Like there's built-in press and then they can send them out to do talk shows and say yeah. stupid stuff. Right. And it's like almost, it, it would almost reflect badly on the film if it's like, who's your voice actors? People you've never heard of. It's That would right. be a hard sell. Yeah. Charles, a... Charles Fleischer is not going on, you know, Jimmy Kimmel. Well, <laughs> not yet. Not until he's on our podcast. <laughs> Um, does Pixar also use celebrities or they just do because I think they oh might, yeah they also use yeah um like think about like Toy Inside Story Out Hanks, yeah things. Inside Out it's like all yeah, celebrities yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah. yeah it's like Mindy Kaling and um uh Amy Poehler and I think like everybody is a celebrity in that one yeah you just need more work for celebrities Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. They're not getting enough. Oh, any last thoughts about these three minutes? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think like any three minutes, like I think this movie for three minutes provides enough excitement, and even as the three minutes kind of ended, there was a light that went down into the back room where right. oh. Eddie was like, "Let's quiet," and so it's like always a cliffhanger of sorts. <laughs> yeah, uh, it did end on a very good time. You want to? wait for the next three minutes to happen. So wait, I've never what do you think about, that is? I, I don't know. I mean, maybe this is, I think it's, I think it's very artistic that like, you know, this movie could actually be enjoyed in uh, three minute segments, like, you know, a series of three minutes, you know, this could be a TikTok, like, you know, every day a TikTok drops. Think of it, it could be, it could be exciting and, you know. <laughs> well, we might've discovered the way to do this. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're making a feature length film, you should consider uh, cutting it as three minutes uh, talks. Right, yeah. I mean, a full length movie is too much for, for today. Everything needs to be cut okay. down. Mm -hmm. But for future, yeah. I mean, you know, look, I was right about the transportation company. <laughs> so I could be right about many things. Uh... <laughs> Any predictions for the next three minutes? Um... Um, I, I, I'm curious, like, how far are we in the movie? Like, are we halfway through? 
Uh, yeah, we 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 are hitting the halfway point with these three minutes. Okay, We're... so there's a lot to come still. Yeah. Mm. I guess, like in the next three minutes, uh, what are those bad bad tunes? The ones that uh, the weasels. Uh, yeah, the weasels. Like I think they're they saw him. They're doing something right now, uh, into the bar, and so uh, I think it will be more action comedy in the next three minutes. Um, um, I don't know in terms of plot movement how much we're gonna see in the next three, but a good action comedy coming up. I'm gonna, I'm excited for it. That's my prediction. Okay, awesome. Uh, well, thank you for joining us, Nish. I can't wait uh, for you to call next week. I'm hoping we get this also accurately when we when we get your call time. All right. Yeah. Next time, I promise I won't be. Uh, I'll try to be on time and ready and uh, ready to call. But keep talking about me in case I'm late. I just, uh, you know, I like to be nice. Will do. Will do. Well, uh, talk to you soon, Nish. All right. Uh, I'll get going then. All right. Bye, Chris. Bye. Bye, Nish. Bye. <laughs>